Hey there, greetings. Early morning wake up. Me, that's how I am. We perk as we perk. Anyway, um, it's on my mind today to really address our, star, our restart, our startup. Uh, it took recouping from Dallas and getting used to the region and also knowing the right people and, you know, fellowshipping with the saints in a new way that is not fast food and that is not fast cured. And I had to feel my way or, you know, figure out the lay of the land. Really nice up here, very respectful. So we're starting our, our, our kind of brew, which is really above board, trying to talk the talk, walk the walk, be myself. And I'm at the barista fellowship level, let's put it that way, and I feel more comfortable. I've been locked out of systems. I mean, the system spirit is, a, is really a pull. It's got a lot of followers. It can have a cult. It's when they get, I guess, mean and hard that is really the big wake-up call of why Paul said back in the day. You know, it made me study. God has taught me all this through the years of, you know, theology, observing groups, uh, my own heart, uh, trying to keep a pure heart, not mad or, you know, fault-finding, but just being concerned for the sake of Christ in a Billy Graham fashion. In a last days, it's so hard to live life, you know. Life can be cruel, but you don't want to find it worse when you go to a fellowship that's all full of itself, a system, a prison. They got monitors spying. That's the cult spirit. I mean, I never knew this. God had to show me in mega, a lot of mega around the country, not just one place. Where I go, see, I like a large fellowship. I don't mind mega. I like, you know. I don't mind strong people. I want strong people, really. I don't believe in covering. I believe in being sent by the Lord, getting prayer covering. You want more prayer covering? Then I could use that, really, frankly. But you want to go where you're respected. That's the thing, not suspected. It says in Ephesians 1, 6, Paul is my mentor, one of my main mentors in life. It says respected. I mean, it says accepted in the beloved. That's his beloved his packaging, not your packaging or my packaging of what I prefer, the kind of clientele and people groups I prefer to deal with as a prophet or whatever they do. But I never, now, it's like that, it's dysfunctional. So we're out of that, we pulled out of the system, but we can recognize it at a glance, at a heartbeat, because it's so, it's so not after the Father's heart. It's after building its own system to keep its own money and government in place and people and power, which is about really being mammon-centric, and then it gets its neo-Phariseeism. That means the group will be trained, the cult spirit will be trained to follow the top norm, and the top norm will be very powerful and probably very nice appearing, the packaging is wonderful, uh, presentation is powerful, and the drawing of the pull is amazing, but that doesn't mean it's really in the full whole counsel of the Lord. I wasn't naive. I mean, I've been taught since a pastor's daughter, like a Billy Graham you know, style, fear of the Lord, down to earth, all colors, not just white. I was always trained, you know, watch, do they really know the Lord? Do they really believe Jesus is Savior? Do they really, you know, know about the Holy Spirit? That's one thing. Yeah, they could say they do, but how they act in their character, their fruit, 
their fear of the Lord. There's no fear of the Lord in these systems. There's none. And the people have swallowed. They've manufactured it. They've got it set up and ready. But the people are now sort of cloned. They've been there 8 to 20 years, some of these people. And they've just never mixed with any other kind or style. And that's the thing. I'm teaching. See, I'm teaching from this. I learned a lot. Uh, it caused me to be have to be this strong because there, those systems are big, mighty, mega, powerful. You can find little systems, but big ones are where the huge cult spirit lies in our nation. Eli as well as Demas as well. You know, but nobody's perfect. So the issue I'm going to teach it, but I'm teaching our method is to say you may feel led and sent to the big boss system and ministry. That is your kind, if God says but to be very careful that you are not limiting the Lord by avoiding the real-life Bible, which is Paul plus Jesus, and Paul teaches community. Everyone accepted in the Beloved and respected in the Beloved implied, not suspected as a type, a caste, a race, an age, a gender with misogyny, bias, or your uh, demeanor, your vibe. I have never, ever come across this in my lifetime. It's down in the deep south, Dallas. I had never, when they have huge droves, I called it, when I would go down to certain ones, it was all the same doctrinal basic flow, leaving covering or submission and, I don't know, watching people, uh, cult watching people to see are they witches, are they, you know, like a suspicious, spooky vibe, but also very polite, very southern, very southern. And so I would go not knowing that I would trigger that I am God's chosen, the, the chosen typecast of the movement, <laughs> the wealth, Western European. I, see, when they typecast me, brochurely profiled me back in the 90s, starting in, you know, I saw, I didn't know what I knew now, but I didn't know it was that big or that tough or that hard and also pray against people because I'm a prophetic, very sensitive in the spirit would never ever damage anybody by praying and targeting evil eye witchcraft it's witchcraft, you know I didn't know that, now I know, hey, doesn't bother me but we are um, reproving a movement Western European Levitical Patriarchism is the irony that I who was raised and thought so highly and still do of men, all kinds of men Christian men I try to think green, organic, not black, white, brown type. I think of men, I'll be honest, responsible men. I think you are, I value, you know, you're, I think of you as humans, not objects, not sexual objects. I think of you as real persons. I always look for your character. I value family type people. I value people who don't play around or toy with people or me. But I'll be honest, I've had it. I've really had it in the sake of our, you know, the Lord God Almighty. And so we're teaching cross-body unity, Book of Ephesians for community, which is walking it out in meekness, lowliness, long-suffering with the saints, and then trying not to build a kingdom of me, but the Lord's kingdom by helping, collaborating. This is a movement to collaborate. Crossbodyunity.com is to say, listen, there's enough of this big eye stuff out there, kingdom, per now it's personal cult building. And I'm not for that, I can feel it, because, let me say this, there's a, there is a quality 
style modeled out there also in the majority but these are so big with so much effect you know and money and people really the people and the minefields of like video and prophecy and things like that worship and see I can go to a big place where they don't have that which I do which could be mega and famous and all that's not the same it's the spirit it's the character it's the flow underneath when you visit are they targeting you as a type? Are they racially gender biased? Are they misogynist? Are they witchcraft, evil eye? I can feel it. God allowed. This used to be pretty normal, natural. I am natural. And humorous, nice person. To be able now, by this time, after 46 years of study, you know, just not knowing this until the late 90s and the in, uh, late 80s and then the 90s, it got, wow, I never saw this. In the, you know, really, better watch it. So the Lord allowed me to be the trigger, so I would notice that as a prophet to help these people that are doing wrong teaching, you know, false teaching, clean up and get right and get wise, but also to let people know what goes on that they do not know about, they are not aware of in the thinking of a movement, of the thinking, or the, pre, or the, I call it doctrinal bathwaters. The doctrinal bathwaters are not the worship that you can see, or the preacher, or the people standing there. It is the, is it false or true underneath with government control, praying and targeting certain types of people. That's the issue right there. Alright, why don't you just speak if you're that, if you're that pure hearted and that, such a prophet, you're now Isaiah 5.20. This group calls good evil and evil good. Cause why? They've got some back issues. Males and female issues. They really do. And I and control issues, big boss. So we're not moving them. We'll be their friend. We like them. But we have to really teach governmental authority, which is what this is. False authority is using people, targeting people, using things that are occult, that are creepy, that are skilled. They may look great and may be accepted and expected in that kind of one, you know, big group. Otherwise, you just have to watch out. Every person for themselves right now, you know, the old saying of the three musketeers, one for all and all for one. <laughs> Uh, you gotta watch out. You gotta watch out because your soul, your eternal soul, and how you live your joy and your quality of life is on the line. Because the doctrinal bathwaters, if you don't go and you and you could pick up and discern, hey, they're not really, they don't really like all kinds. They're biased. That's affecting you right there. Oh, I see. They are. They have a real preoccupation, like a demonic down negativity they don't have a lot of joy that's affecting you right now oh i see they really plant all these people around to keep watching spying on us to control oh that's preying on you right there you don't know about it oh i see they are uh witch watching they are reading me divining me to protect themselves but they never want to talk to me, you know, as a type or a black person or another kind, you know, a fellow minister, because they are lack, they are into such fear or 
dark, oppressive religion, religious spirit, that they can't tell good, they can't tell a happy, normal person who walks in, and I trigger that. <laughs> I now know I trigger. If I go to the Baptist, I don't trigger that. They're happy, they smile back. If I go to a Catholic, hey, they're fine. If I go to a black person, they're fine. Black people, I know, they like me. All kinds, because they are not into the false control occult which is this, <laughs> controlling occult, and I never knew, I didn't want to know this, but I'm happy, and also I can read it, pop psychology, diagnosing, you know, oh, listen, Dallas is the biggest 15 years of discovery repeatedly, and, uh, you know, we can love people and not fear them, we can love people and say we respect you enough to, like Proverbs 27, 6, faithful, are the wounds of a friend. That's all this is, trying to wake them up and shake them up and scare them to get their hearts right, because they, if they don't repent, they will fall. So, good old boyism is a cult spirit, good old girlism, patriarchal cult, patriarchy, you know, patricianism, they're very false. Nothing wrong with a patriarch and a big patriarch and a matriarch. Nothing wrong with that. It's the false religion of Levitical fault finding and elite Phariseeism. Occult spirit to have a system. I w and it's murderous. I will teach on the college apostolic teammate university, which is going to teach cross body unity, non bias trying to find the Father's heart, not to be owned and governed. You don't have to be under me or, you know, you got to hear God and be sent. You want to be sent by the Holy Spirit. Be a sent messenger, everybody. Don't go if they don't respect you. If they don't love you, get out. Because it's your soul, your mind, will, and emotions, and your kids and your relationships, your family. When there's no fear of the Lord, what does it say? My Bible teaches me, I think it's Proverbs 9, 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom in our nation, but also in a movement, in a church. The fear of the Lord, the holy fear of the Lord. All right. Jesus had the holy fear of the Lord in Isaiah 11, 2 and 3, the model of the prophet. But it says, if the, here's a principle, logic, using common sense. All right. The Bible teaches in many places, not just one, it says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom all right so that means if there is no fear of the lord in a christian fellowship movement person teacher trainer prophet denomination if there's and i'm talking to the non-denominationals basically if there's no fear of the lord in their movement of the pastor their elders their saints their non-servant leaders then what is that the beginning of obviously it's the beginning of the foolishness something is off and wrong and you're going to be taken with it if you're not careful you got to know when the when the um foundations are destroyed what shall god's people do if the foundational bible core new testament teaching without the law is not represented accurately in the right perspective and the right quantity of teaching. If there is no fear of the Lord, if there is no, it's just about power and might and gifting and talent and spooky, you know, spiritual and, oh yes, we hear, we hear the prophet. I would like everyone 
I happen to, every once in a while I, I travel, you know, I like to go to quality in different parts of the body, black, white, and brown. So on YouTube, I'll go and I'll, God will lead me to a really quality uh, video, which I don't normally watch the people, but I like them and I know them. And so I found two of them I'm going to let you refer. One was last night. I happened to gorgeous put it right up in my YouTube stream, came up. It was Rick Renner, the great pastor of Moscow, uh, that goes through the faith movement, but he teaches nothing. He teaches core big sound doctrine using the Greek. He's a real excellent teacher. So the Lord had me watch false doctrines, his teaching on false doctrines. There is nothing about the prosperity move. It is really quality for right now and mature. So Google Rick Renner teaching a false doctrine. That was powerful. The other one would be Kim, uh, the other one would be Kim Clement, the prophet. He was a very, he was a very joyful prophet. He was a very hopeful prophet. He died, but he is one that I respect because I know his, he was a happy camper, family kind of guy. And he was white, but he wasn't racist. He was from South Africa. So he died, but the Lord had me a couple of months ago come up on this screen, uh, his about divining, a warning about divining. And you can go through and hear his own testament about what he considers divining is. And it ties in exactly what we're teaching on and addressing right now. So the idea is that nobody should be controlled. They should be self-governed with the Holy Spirit. That is part of the fruits of the Spirit, self-control, have a balance of that. You should have people because of, you know, people have different kinds of different disciplines and uh, types of personalities in their authority. And you need to go where God you feel respected but you feel it's a good fit i like somebody because i'm pretty powerful pretty strong but i like to be somebody stronger than me so i go where there's a spirit of might because i have a spirit of might on me but i'm still a feminine person and i like the guy to have the might more than me i really do so i'll go there but i'm not under them see with the with the teaching of the charismatics especially in their giant crowds the spirit filled just because you go and you're sent there to, and, you know, take off from your ministry, to be imparted to by the Spirit, to learn, you know, just to be sent, doesn't mean you're under them. There's no, you know, if you're, and I'm not a member. I go because I don't believe right now. <laughs> I can't. In the natural, I feel that membership for my, my kind is scary. What I've been through, what the Lord has taken me through in the last 46, in the last few years, has been the most awful, disconcerting discovery. And a lot of it had to do with the tongue talkers, because I know worship, I know the Holy Spirit, but you can't go there unless you start your own, you know what I mean? It is 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, classic dysfunction. And that is what I'm also concerned about right now for our nation, the burden. You know, I believe there's a scripture somewhere, her teaching, I don't say you have a burden, but anyway, there's a burden for this nation, that this nation is not going to make it unless these big top guys and gals, the big bosses, repent and get their people humbled and out there without class consciousness.
class consciousness has set itself up in these high horse, you know, really fine arts ministry, the worship ministries, some of the toughest occult, mean-spirited, watching, never loving, not relating, just scanning you and reporting you if they don't like what they see by not speaking. It is false teaching, false government to keep control, but also they're too big for us now. Elite witch-watching, I call it. All right. So that is knowing my Bible, wishing them no harm. I know that there are scriptures that they are omitting from their Bible, and they have for many years, and across the, you know, the nation, all the same kind of white wealth movement. First John 1 John 1.7, if and when, talking about the leaders too, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Christ cleanses us from all sin. You mean to tell me they're not fellowshipping, respecting people, they're hiding, avoiding, calculating, cunning, and targeting, but never speak, and they name you as a witch on their witch list, and they accuse you of all this stuff, and malign you, which they do, I know that, big, you know, Lord has allowed me to see this, and meet people who they had it done to as well as my, you know, hey, just have to learn, it's part of the prophet's turf, the apostle's turf, you know. And so if you find this is going on, and you know the Lord, you're, you know, your own office, you're not under them, you respect them, but wow, how can this be? So the concern is for the United States to survive false doctrine, uh, to, per, per, to survive playtime. Oh, playtime, let's all be big and ministry, big gifts, and let's all be prophets, and let's all be, you know, let's all get our gift going, but there ain't no love. They'll stare you down. If I meet some of these people that I used to try, to, you know, when I found out it was a cult around here, I wanted to go. I'm not mad at anyone, but I started to get attacked for sitting there. I started to get the old furtive glances. You know, it's really weird. It's like dysfunctional. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. Read it. And 1 Timothy 6, 5. Paul says, hey, he commands the pure-hearted, the remnant, to leave. And I did. But we're educating. We believe in fellowship with the saints. Try a different one. Start your whatever. All right. Hebrews 10, 25 is a ghast in America. It has gone down and now I, God has been sending me, I guess, for training to make it come back. You know, help people find out how to find a good fit, but also how to not tolerate being disrespected. So therefore the grace of God go I and I will say this, that when I grew up I didn't know this existed. I had a happy happier, happier Christian view because it was my parents who was, my father was a pastor and they weren't religious. My grandmother, and everybody's a Bible scholar and they knew the Bible. My grandmother was Presbyterian and my mother had been and they went to be Baptist. See, I don't care what kind you are, it's what the Lord wants for you. And if I look at the word Presbyterian, many things have happened to me quality, my call to teach, you know, study the body of Christ was in a Presbyterian church park charismatic in 76 to study the body, but it was never what 
I didn't even know what they believe. I just believe, are they Christian? Do they know the Bible? Are they good teachers? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that the Presbyterians, I'd never heard it in my family. I didn't know they had this thing about predestination, John. I didn't know that. Now I've been researching it. I can teach it. But I thought, I never heard that in my, you know, I believe that, I believe that, um, I don't believe in once saved, all you're saved, always saved. I think you better watch it. I don't believe in predestination. I believe that God calls everybody. If I can get onto a little tangent. Since I was a Jesus person and my family, who were not spirit-filled at the time, charismatic, Pentecostal, baptized, and all these everybody I knew, my grandmother, grand, my father and mother, Baptist, they listened to the Lord and were led by the Spirit every day. They just were feeling the inward witness of the Holy Spirit, which I am now, like Enoch, all right? So when I was in college, I made the I made the choice as a Jesus person back then. I said, I'm going to experiment and see what the Lord's going to do with me, what he wants me to really do if I just follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, make good plans, make good sense, you know, do what's logical and natural as well. And I'm going to see what he wants for my life because I didn't know what I should be or do. You know, I had no clue this would be it or where it would lead. But I've been Holy Spirit protected by it governed by it, guided by it. That didn't mean I never fellowship. I used to have a fork. And I'm working on that now. I feel like God is sending me back out. I feel the spirit on me coming to have a real land presence and really get out there. But it's God. It's got to be God. And so I used to have a building. I used to have helpers. I used to have a presence known around the area in Virginia, you know, before Dallas. And it was before occult came into the what is called now quasi-medic prophetic I, I there's so many exciting things that are interesting to me but I would not have known it had I not been sent when the Lord just said go to that meeting go to that revival go to that pastor conference whatever and I saw good stuff as well as started to find the difficult stuff occult people into themselves their own brand themselves, class conscious. I started to find that in the last 15 years. So, the issue is we need to try harder. We need to try harder. We need to say, we need to improve. I need to improve. You need to improve, right? We need to find harder. Who is God? Who is Jesus? Let's, let's sort of make him the real Messiah who is from the Middle East. Let's make him the real Messiah that he came to be, he went about relating, he went about respecting, he went about doing good at the Barista Fellowship level, so to speak, in um, my years of study and being sent about, and you come across really interesting, good groups. In Dallas, I went to an evangelistic day where they were talking about reaching people. And they made, I can't remember the person's name who taught this, or some good teacher, evangelist who taught that let me say it this way the old moves which are fine you know we represent a good there's some really good things from the old move you know nothing wrong with all the old the old way the old method was to say get one person at the top everybody serve them and then everybody sit at their feet all right that could be still good that happened with jesus the multitudes you know there's a time for that 
However, the men, this conference, this one-day special event, was saying how the college students up in Harvard and all these places are now better affected with leadership where everyone has their say. So there's like a community input back and forth, you know. And that is what I feel is for now, is to have less, how do you say it, minus celebrity. Minus celebrity. Hey, Jesus wasn't a celebrity. I'm not against the people. These human people, they're humans, all right? Nobody knew all this was going to happen 30 years ago. Nobody knew all this stuff. Nobody knew all the fluff, all the packaging would make a difference, and all the human propensity just sit there and take notes, you know, and then be encouraged. So there is a back and forth of um, leadership that has to give that up. <laughs> uh, and I think that there are names that are elevated to be influential. I now can help that person and persons, male and or female, black, white, or brown, by letting you know to really be careful, more careful and mature about how you motivate, train, and equip your people at the bottom. That is the nightmare. That is the dysfunction. People who are used to it. People who are trained to sit there and not think. And then if they go there 8 to 10 to 5, 25 years and never mix, and they only go to the speakers that come to the red state white church, and all the invited speakers are exactly the same red state white type, and they're all the same matriarch, patriarch, with the same demonic offshoots in their doctrine, you're gonna get the, you're gonna get fall for it and make the cult that they have that they don't know. <laughs> so I can help you not do that. Invite me over and I will sit in your midst and re you know God will speak to me because I know the spirit and I know the and I'm for you. I'm really for these people. It's been an adventure. I will say this is an adventure, but it's fun. And I do appreciate the, and I respect the good qualities of these many teachings they do have that are okay. But if you listen to that, Rick, I have no Greek to tell you today, but I can tell you a good one that relates to that. That was that Rick Renner one about the real Greek. He doesn't name, it ties in with all the social gender things, but it's so discreet. He tells you in a Greek First Timothy backdrop of what was going on that Paul said to watch out for the packaging, the presentation, the skill of the false teacher, and that is exactly why I'm mentioning it. It's amazing. So we are good. We're good. You know, we're the Lord. My Bible, my scripture tells me about the Christ. He said in Acts 10:28 that Jesus went about doing good. He related, he respected, he interacted. He wasn't in his cloister, you know, on a high holy hill all the time. Jesus went about doing good, healing all those who were oppressed by the devil. And the Lord was with him. The Lord accompanied him. The Lord wanted him to be out there, as you know, as he led him. And then he accompanied him and endorsed him with signs following. That's what we can imply. Jesus went about. When the Lord told him, though, he didn't just drum up business. He was led, you know, sent. Jesus went about doing good, positive, hopeful. Hebrew 
there's one mind. Jesus Christ the prophet had the oil of joy and gladness above his fellows. He was merry, all right? He was happy, joyful. All right, Jesus went about doing good, healing all those who were oppressed. Let's look at it this way. Jesus didn't oppress. He didn't suppress. He didn't control. He liberated, and that's what we're doing here. That's what we think about when we think about the weary playboy playtime of cult following i would suggest that if you want to have your cult go ahead hey it's your choice i don't need to go but i need truth and advertising truth and marketing so i would say in this last movie my bottom line is if it's a fellowship it should line up with the first church freedom to come all races accepted in the beloved automatically everyone respected no traitors you know all that stuff weird stuff cult spirit but on the other hand just market it as a church because you're using jesus name but if you're not a real fellowship you only want certain kinds certain looks, vibes, races, people, demeanors, then put big boss cult or private famous persons worship club and then we'll be fine. We'll know that if we want to go, we can, but then we'll know to avoid it if we don't want that. All right. So, but we're pretty good out here. We're really grateful. We're untamed. We're very respectful. Here's the thing. This has been the last two years up here, which I really like. Really joyful up here. More than I you know, have been. But I need to know, because I've been recuperating from what I went through the last dysfunctional 15 years, I had to recuperate and recalibrate and get my Mary on to be strong. You know, when you're dealing with people, you're dealing with ministry, it could be rough. And I knew that, so I was trying to not rush. And I'm online a lot. But now it's time to get going, and I am very concerned for me that in my interactions with dysfunctional, lots of dysfunctional ministry in the last 15 years, the word money is a bad word. Misogyny, maligning is a bad word, but money, the M words are bad, all right? So I know that I have really been taken low for a reason. I was, you know, Paul went through, he abounded in a base, I've been abased. It has been, it's been a miracle I'm here, but it's been fun, I'll be honest. I'm. A little bit of a wild woman in the spiritual realm, you know. But now it's time to really, I don't have, I need more ideas of how God wants to package it well, better, but also have the right kind of method of having funding, you know, to support cross-body unity. We have no, we've been lax, we've been scared, I don't know, I've been turned off so much. I know how bad it people think of the offering of the Lord. It's despised in this day, and we're trying to correct that. That's what we did, the low root. God sent me to understand the low root so that 
he's going to arrive on this minister. He really is. I can feel it right now. To get it out, you have to have influence and you have to have stability and income. But my only goal is to do it for the Lord. But I need more strength because I'm very tender and I'm very tired of the psychic praying against me. I am so tired by these members, you know, these cult members. <laughs> On the other hand, I'm not mad at them. I'm not even moved, but I'm just saying I need more prayer. The other part is how God has to speak to me how to fund this thing. It's a move of God. It really is a move of God. I don't want to be bought. I don't want to be controlled by Big Boss. Those are the things. I don't need toxic people either. So I need to ask for prayer. It's a new season. I feel good. But I have to get more people involved, you know, the right kind of people who are cinders. We call them cinders. I was out in Dallas. I used to go to pastor's gatherings. I used to have my own ministry in Richmond for 15, 20, 30 years. I had a ministry with all the, you know, basic ministry stuff and, you know, invited around and all this stuff. I don't need to be that. I don't need to be big boss, but I have to have, I do have to have a tough side of the mean people that come up, you know, once in a while. You have to know, and also you have to be, um, you have to be strong enough because people are going to want to control, and I knew that. I just had to get through this last season and pay my dues, and it is past. I don't feel sad, but it's past. But now I'm ready. But I don't want, my opinion is, I like this realm. I don't need thousands at my feet. I don't, I really, I like lateral, horizontal movement. There's up and down. I like the side. I like to just be sent. I picture this as a portable outpost where Paul would sit. I like Paul thought Paul would sit at a table in a community and they'd come up and visit and chat. And they'd collaborate and minister and he'd go out and speak. That's me. I just went like that. I don't want showbiz. I really do not want showbiz, and I'm trying to make this a big deal because then other people can feel more included, not excluded showbiz. The nature of it that I have found in 20 years, it's the 90s, since the 2000s, late 90s, when Big Boss came onto the scene and the tour ministries got systems, I find that there is a class system produced, reproduced in the celebrity big ball, you know, that the followers, it is my opinion. Do people, I'm going to ask it like this, do people think that because they go to the famous person's church, the named person's church, that they are under them and therefore they are entitled to be as famous as they are, they are the next one. That's the thing. Not where I go. See, this is a difference when you're in charismatic, that's the, you know, really the group. But when you're not, you can have a giant persona, which I go to now, that is like a friend. They're not the cult spirit. This is the whole difference. you got to know it's the spirit of religion. It's a lying spirit of error. It's the lying spirit of error that is in the 
doctrinal bath waters of their of their whoever comes from the top. Another thing, and I'm going to really go wild at this. One. In 2021, 2021, I started to get about pastors, big pastors, really big pastors, smoking marijuana, and I went, oh, and I kept getting. Even some famous ones, some big names are, are pastors. What about ministers and pastors and leaders that are, you know, over people in churches and fellowships? What about them smoking marijuana? Because it is legal. And my sister, who's in Tulsa, has saying Oklahoma is voting on it right now. I think personally, frankly, I think they're trying to make America go down. I think that's another route of doing, make people just like... It, all right, that's my opinion. Yeah, you can have your opinion. But that's different for the lay person. That's your choice. But for the prophet, the top apostle prophet and the pastor, that's a big deal. So I wrote on that. I've got to find that article. But I thought, all right, what about, I'm not talking medical marijuana, all that. I'm talking about just joints to relax and de-stress. See, that's the point. I could get off on that a whole film. <laughs> because I know the Lord. I know stress. Believe me. I know stress. And I know the Holy Spirit. Basically from the 90s, thank God. And you can get as high on the Holy Spirit. That's what some of these good worship meetings are for. That you don't need chemicals. So I'm not talking to anybody but the top Christian who's a real in fivefold office yeah. ministry. Anybody else, that's not my business, you know. But I thought, why would I... Now, this is my personal opinion. I'm going to be really frank. If I were to go as a non-smoker, non-alcohol... I know how to get touched by the Lord, which is liberating and stress-relieving. That's what I'm looking for when I go to these churches, really. I don't have to get paid at anything. I don't have to do it if it's legal or not legal. It's no addiction. It's fun. And I can, I understand you can do it by yourself with the Lord. I know this, but these people are dysfunctional. So I think, I, I'm being really frank. All right. So I thought, why would I want, who knows the Lord, fear of the Lord, love and the fellowship, why would I want to go to hear, sit at somebody's feet, this famous so-and-so or not famous so-and-so, a pastor, prophet, office minister at a conference and a fellowship? Why would I want to go if they're smoking marijuana and they don't even know the Holy Spirit to get drunk in the Spirit? Why? Because what is the technical words? There's such a thing in drugs. Pharmacia. Pharmacia is traditional, you know, knowledge, accepted knowledge that the meaning of the word drug has something to do with pharmacia. Well, what does the word witchcraft have to do with it? Pharmacia has to do with witchcraft, too. So false teaching or false persona, false something, spirit is going on, in my opinion. If they have to use any kind of substances, legal or not, to make it through their job. <laughs> to make it through their job. And they're the prophet that I want to go and put my faith in. Their words. They're the Christian 
how do I dare do that? So I want to put that out there because people are going to, you know, we know humans at the, every level they're going to rationalize. You know, we're not under the law. You know, God has given us freedom of choice, blah, blah, blah. Well, let them. That's your I'm standing alone before the Lord when I say this. I don't care. <laughs> I care for the Lord and for people and for fellowshipping with the saints. But <laughs> who wants to go if you think they're all good? <laughs> they can't. <laughs> What's so strange is they can't make it about a substance when they have the Lord and they could get knocked out on the power on the floor. If they need to, they could go somewhere else. <laughs> I think in cross-body unity, my theology is there's no set rule that a famous person that's a top ministry or the non-famous in a little men in ministry should not be able to go fellowship with a different kind of person, you know, a different kind of ministry, Christian ministry, when they need it as a resource, as an option. So that's why I love the body. If I need stress relief, I should. I want to find one now. I can't go because the one around is the cold spirit. Oh, excuse me. So I like worship. That's my relief. But I know how to do it myself. Praise tapes and have the victory. But we love to be with the community. That's it. So we're trying to have our own. We'd like to start. God wants me to have a worship team, frankly. And I had to get ready for that. That's why it's taken so long. I had to get ready to get back into the big boss realm. And I can handle it now. I'm ready. But we we don't want to be bossy. And the reason I'm this tower powerful, I had to get where I'm not bossed around. It's an anti-big boss persona. Anti. Not to be one. So we're for the body. We're for provision, and we will teach because, like I said, we know that the bottom line of everything in the world, the system, all the government, all the people, the society, but that isn't my business now. My business is it's also in the church. It's money. It's going to be money, 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 accusation about money. Why? You know, all this stuff. So I went... God and I, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who have a great time, really do. We went through the lowest road to test out of love to say, can I live to train, to defrag ministry teaching on the prosperity, you know, believe in God for money, it got big out of whack and all this stuff and visions and airplanes and all this stuff. I'm not talking against these at all. That's their day. I'm talking about how do we do it better and maturely yet have the right amount of increase or whatever you have to have. So I'm not in that movement, but I'm, I lived by principles, and I am living, on how you do it with the Holy Spirit and faith and the Bible to learn for when America goes down unless you repent. <laughs> hey, I'm practicing. I'm a sign. When the... When the bank went down the other day, I went, hey, I'll tell you how to do it. Don't worry about it. I'll be fine. The bank went down. I thought, hey, not worried about, you know, what do you got to lose? <laughs> now, I'm not meaning that ugly. I meant that I 
have been sent on the turf to know exactly what to do. Don't worry about it, live in the kingdom. I have never had more joy, more peace, more affluence with, you know, with a low budget. Because <laughs> I have my God, I have a good time. So I'm here as a resource, a valuable resource. On the other hand, it is time now, God has told me, and I didn't want to know it, it's time to get up there and have incre you know, to have a visible building and meetings and all that stuff. And I wanted to, I think he took me the hard way to improve me. The hard way not to be moved by it. It's a hard way to grow up and not and understand a lot of this stuff that's going on in America today in the churches is dysfunctional and it's false doctrine and witchcraft not all you know so we're submitting this as a sila and as a time to clean up our act and we are aware of what goes on but we don't have to we love them you know god loves us despite ourselves but i want prayer protection for myself to be honest i have a college I'm working on that a lot. I'm really, I mean, it's fun, but it is long. It is, you know, to do a better, best job, to get our college up, apostolic teammate unity. We've got cross-body unity to get out. I want to get out more. I want somebody else to help me. I need some helpers and ministers and also um, pastors who are for this. If I say cross-body unity, it is not to join. It is not a one-world church. That's already started in Dubai somewhere lately. This is a Holy Spirit-led network. And anybody can say you're in it, black, white, or brown, if you say, if you have the fruit. It has to have fruit. You are not cross-body unity if you're disrespectful, biased, racist, calloused, unloving. And so the basic fruit is E-O-R-R, equal opportunity, real respect for the office of every human made in God's image. And the, the criteria is James 3.17, fruit even under pressure with God's help to resemble that and that type of thing. So it's a fruit thing and there's no membership. You're either sent or not sent. If you're on the team, I want to form a team, we need a team to get it out, then it would be more of like you're a member, so to speak, but I do not control to my knowledge, you know what I mean? But I have to be, I'm not going to be controlled. That's been the big issue of life life and legalism and dysfunction so we're good but thank God for God I will say this thank God for it. we are loosed we are loosed and that is one of the main things we want to help people is get you loosed get you loosed if you are sent contact me please do visit let's make an appointment even online if you're not don't bother you know you're too busy you're too busy only if the lord leads should you ever go anywhere now or come over here or make an appointment or sit and visit or volunteer or donate even donating is the same thing mine is the caliber of my representation is really low and i sort of savored that 
I, I really have liked it. I was in a more edited TV presence in Virginia, so I've been there. But I, I, I understand the quality is low now. We could do better. But dysfunction has been the reason, and ambition and ministry, mean ministry, has kept me a lot back because I don't want to be in, I don't want to be controlled or played. So God is good, and we're out of that now. We're cleaned up from it, but we got to get going, and we need only God's plan, only God's plan, and that is to get me out of here. You know, in other words, to get me in the right places places I would like two at least two area locations because I do like to go I like to go to Charlotte I like to go to South Carolina we're sent I want to have I want us to have like a television studio two of them low-key and then music production to get my music back my music was lost in the Latin, I'm a composer, CCI writer, spontaneous, rambunctious, joyful, praise and worshiper. You know what I mean? So all these are targets for the Lord, but we're targeted by the devil. <laughs> and now we're fine, but we are, and we feel at home here. I feel at home. I feel it's a responsible, respectful, and basic area, which I needed. But now we need to find the population that God has sent to support, to ongoing be there, and to pray and agree with us in prayer. Just stand in agreement. You don't have to know me to pray for me. And pray for cross-body unity, Tavo DRC, protection Tavo, and the, um, the guiding of the Lord for the unity, cross-body unity, and apostolic teammate university. I will take on other people that train. I need other people of different colors and different styles, but it has to meet the criteria of cross-body unity. No racism, no misogyny, not overly big into the big bucks. We're not cranking this out to be a you know, major materialistic. We're teaching money, the M word, in ministry as balanced not you can have whatever size of stuff you got the Lord wants but it's got to be God and not materialism covetousness and all that God is good as mercy endures so thank you so much for everything and thank you for standing in agreement today and prayer and faith and praising and give God's name the praise God bless my life.